This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. Good morning, folks, and welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. Thanks for joining us. What are you doing over there? Nothing. Good morning. Nothing. I saw that. Doing nothing. Good morning. Anyway, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning here on Cape Race and the Answer San Diego. And uh, we are going to talk about some automotive repair. We appreciate you joining us, right? Automotive repair? Yes. Find a segment. You know what we're talking about? Actually, we're talking about timing belts. We are talking about timing belts today and how important they are. Well, if you have one on your vehicle. If you don't, they're not that important to you. Which, you know, it's kind of weird, too, because I looked up this timing belt on this car this week on the services, mm-hmm. and it was an Acura. So basically, like the Honda motor in it, the V6, you know. The V6, okay. 60,000 miles. I didn't know that they still recommended those things at 60,000 miles still. I think it, it depends. They may have had a problem with the, that motor, so they or, or that, you know, that belt wears more on that motor or whatever. Some of them are up around 120 on some of the Hondas, 100, 100, 105. Well, no, that's what I was thinking when I went to look at it, but I was surprised when I seen 60. I was like, wow. Maybe that's a higher performance motor, and there's a concern with the belt stretching or wearing out earlier on, on that, that Acura, too. I don't know. I, Could I, be. Yeah, who knows? But uh, that's why it's important to stay on top because, okay, so could be 60 on some, can be, a, you know, 90 on others I've seen. I've seen a, a, as far as I think the highest mileage is 105 that I've seen. But also a very important thing to keep in mind when talking about timing belts is obviously, and we'll discuss this, is also time. Because not driving a vehicle near that much, they always give time usually. So, like, if it's 60,000 miles, I think it's five years. Um, and, and then the hundred thousand mile mark, I think is like it's somewhere between five and eight years or something. Right. Yeah. Because any, like anything rubber, it's like if a tire sits in one spot too long, it's going to have a flat spot in it. Well, not only that, think about it's, uh, it's, uh, um, uh, affected by all the heating and cooling of the engine. Well, if it just sat rubber. there, it wouldn't have been affected by that, but true, but it's still, I mean, it's still it's gonna not get... be good to be bent, you know, like <laughs> around the pulley for that long. Correct, correct. In one spot, that yeah, part. yeah, exactly. I, I get you, yeah, yeah. So, um, um, but still, even that, uh, the car's still being driven, so it's still susceptible to heat and cooling, heat and cooling, and it's rubber, and it does wear. There's no question. So anyway, all right, folks. But you can give us a call here this morning with anything automotive related. Uh, at one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Almost say it one more time. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Brendan's over there, board often. He'll take your calls and get you in line, and we'll be happy to talk to you about anything automotive-related here this morning on Auto Talk Radio. Um, as uh, discussed, though, we are chatting about timing belts. Anything uh, cool in the shop? No, this not this week. Uh, I've seen some old cars. Uh, another, yeah, but we're another, still... Another old truck came in. So, uh, some old green, like a K, K5 kind of style, like... Uh, 
Oh, that yeah, I think that's like a got 75. Towed. Yeah, something like that. Got towed in because I it, and it must not have a parking brake because they took some of the rocks that are in the rock bed and put behind the wheels of the tow truck. I, I don't know. Yeah, that was a tow truck driver did that. I don't know if Leo did that when they pushed it around back though. No, no, no. Put the rocks back. He put. No, he, no, no. I don't even know if he put wheel chocks. I don't know why they. Did. I, I, I didn't ask. I didn't. Hmm. We helped him push it around back. He put it in park and he walked away from it. So, I who knows? You, the tow maybe, truck drivers do weird things sometimes. So yeah, maybe they. Uh, maybe when he towed it in, he hadn't hooked up the. Uh, maybe they disconnected the shifter cable. They didn't have a key to get. Or there. maybe the drive shaft was out of it. I don't. I don't know how they towed it in. I just noticed it was sitting there when I came back from a test drive. Cool. Yep. So. Correct. I did see the rocks behind the wheels, though. And I did notice that uh, I was like, why are the rocks behind the wheels? And, and uh, Tim and them said, well, the tow truck driver put those there. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe he's being just extra careful. <laughs> On the flat parking lot, he didn't want the car to get away. You know, better careful. Better, better, better well, s- I get it, too. That way, don't go flying through the front window or something, you know. Better. Run over a pedestrian walking in or something. It would have to go uphill to go flying through the front window. <laughs> so it might, might. This is California. We could have an earthquake. Very true. Very true. <laughs> It could go uphill really quickly. One of those things. You just never know, do you? Never know. So, anyway. um, So, yeah, not not too exciting car-wise. It's just normal broken stuff this week, huh? Yeah. Anyway. It was kind of cold and rainy week, so. Was. Well, on weeks like this, you don't get uh, everything we get in is because they got to be there or whatever. Or they already made an appointment or they don't tend. This is not a week that tend like you tend to get extra appointments on. Correct. Because I and I get it. I mean, if you just want to go to work, go home. Well, a lot of times <laughs> on yeah. days like this, <laughs> if they haven't scheduled service, they they don't because they don't want to go out or whatever. They don't exactly. have to. You know, if you're working from home these days and it's rainy like this, this this it's easier to just stay home sometimes. So, one of those things. But anyway, uh, we're still busy. Plenty of broken stuff going on. So. Uh, you know, cars coming, cars going for sure. Saw some uh, uh, regular customers, quite a few of them that uh, haven't seen in a while. Um, got to say hi to to a few people uh, in El Escondido this uh, uh, this week that I ran into there in the lobby as I'm getting coffee and stuff, working away. So uh, um, good stuff. Always great to see peeps that uh, haven't seen in a while, and uh, um, you know, chat with them for a few minutes. Uh, good to see that everybody's doing pretty good, and and uh, we're getting through all this and moving on hopefully to some normality. You know, so uh, um, and back to back to normal. Kind of looking forward to it. So we'll see. I'm gonna keep moving in that direction. Uh, but this morning, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We're talking about timing belts, though, is the topic of the day. But we'll talk to you about anything automotive related. All right. Um, so answering the question, should I have my timing belt replaced and what mileage? And as we were discussing, me and Kevin a few minutes ago. Uh, he ran into an, a newer Acura. Do you know what year that was? 2014. Okay, so six years old. Yeah. It's time for its timing belt. It's six years and 60, how many miles were on it? 78. So they were over. Yes. Okay. Something about, I, I don't know if the kid goes to college. The dad lives here. The kid's been driving it in Oregon or Washington or okay. something like that, so I don't know if he's Are we to... doing the timing belt or were they no, going to wait he, on? No, he said, okay. It was there for a misfire, so that part all got taken care of. Oh, okay. They declined the, the uh, maintenance timing part. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't broken or nothing. No. It's just time to it's time to get it done. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully they get it done before it breaks. Well, you know. Timing belts this is always one of my favorite things. Do you remember back when we started and it was uh, 
actually, I think it was 1993, and we were on Ninth Avenue, and we were working on, I can't remember what car we were working. I think we were doing a transmission on a truck for a guy, and he came tooling in in a, one of the brand new, not brand new, but it was like four or five years old, uh, the GTI 16-valve Volkswagen. I remember you might, that. I remember this story. And we, we, we'd we worked at uh, other places. Uh, uh, I Actually, uh, previously, I'd worked at a German car shop, and I had done a lot of those cars. And and one thing I knew about those cars was at 60,000 miles, if you didn't replace the timing belt, they loved they, those Volkswagens would rip the teeth off the timing belt, and they'd come out of time. And the problem with that motor was it would bend all the valves. It was interference bad. Oh, it was bad interference close. motor. Yeah, yeah, close. Um, Tolerance. Tolerance, correct. So I'm talking to the guy, and he says, look, look at the new Volkswagen GTI I got, the 16-valve. I'm all, nice car. Those things run like a, like a champ. He's all, yep, they do. It does, you know. And he says, I love that car. I said, how many miles on? He's all, 61,000. I said, the timing belt ever been done on? He's all, no, the guy told me it needs to get the timing belt done. I, I said, listen, I'm going to tell you something about those cars, and, I, and, and pay attention because I said, you want to start thinking about getting the timing belt done on that as soon as possible. Those things tend to break. I've seen more than one break at 60,000, just over 60,000 miles, barely. He's like, yeah. Well, as soon as I get my truck done, then uh, then maybe I'll get it in and get the timing belt done. I'm all, the guy, he heads down the road. Next thing you know, he, Snap. he comes get the car towed back. It broke the timing belt. Quit running on him, and of course, when it broke and bent all the valves. We had, we had to do a head on that car. Remember all the valves? head. Yep. All that stuff, yeah, this is a bummer. It's a bummer. But the thing is, some of these cars, the belts do not last on them past. So, um, and here's the real big problem to that. If it is an interference motor and you break the belt like that, from a timing belt job, which, you know, I, that Acura, I guarantee a V6 is, is interference. Probably, yeah. yeah I, I, don't I, think, I don't think any of them are not interference anymore, are they? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, because they brought the compression ratios up on them so much and everything and all of them today, I don't think there's any of them that won't do damage if, if the chain or the timing belt breaks or whatever. Well, let's and let's be honest with about this, that, you know what, if it's a, even if it is a non-interference motor, at highway speeds, valves get hot, they they, they stretch. stretch, and, and I've seen non-interference motors with pin valves too. The pistons are going fast enough. The heat, the temperature, raising. Dink. All it takes is all it's got to do is, as we say, kiss the valve just barely, and dink kicks it sideways. Right? Yes. So, uh, well, at one, that point, it's hot. It's it's, yeah, exa- it's the metal's weak because it, it, it's hot, and and it can happen. There is no no uh, no lie about it. So, um, yeah, you got you need to be a uh, a very uh, cognizant about your timing belt. I would say it's important stuff. Um, and keeping an eye on it because uh, the cost of when uh, you break a belt like that, like the point I was going to get to, is you go from a timing belt job that could be and done properly. And we're going to jump into that and the other things that need to be done and looked at and all those things along with it uh, for proper and, and, and cost of doing so. But uh, um, to do a proper timing belt job is a lot cheaper than it is to do pull the head off and do the valves. And if you have a tight enough clearance motor, um, depending on the motor, I've seen damage to pistons before. Usually not that often, but it could happen. But usually uh, when they do break, then you you get quite a bit of valve damage. The head's got to come off. Labor intensifies a lot. Cost of parts goes up a lot. 
You got to machine the head. You got to do it. Just get, it just more than triples the cost of doing a regular timing belt, guaranteed. Yeah, valve jobs are not cheap anymore. No. Nope. Nope. Not, none of that stuff is cheap whatsoever. So. Well, the, part, the parts are so much different in engines, too. So the parts are more expensive. The labor, because of all the stuff that they put on the heads to get better fuel mileage and more high performance and this, this, and this. So everything is so much different. The job is more intensive on parts costs. It's more intensive on on labor because there's a lot more time that needs to be put into it. There's you're right. There's a lot that goes to that that raise that causes the cost to go up on this. So the key to this is just service it right. Replace time belt. Don't have to go through that scenario. Because, exactly. Because that scenario uh, obviously would uh, cost a lot more money, and that's what we're trying to avoid. And that's why we're kind of talking about timing belts and how how important it is to replace them uh, on. Uh, on your uh, required interval. And what we do is just on this is follow the manufacturer's recommendation for sure. That's what Kevin was talking about. He didn't realize that on that Acura that it was 60 until he looked it up uh, when the vehicle was in. But uh, um, all that information is available. So we, we stay on top of it. And, and uh, really, you only really need to know about your vehicle so that uh, you can keep an eye on it. So, and that's easy. Just ask, you know, and uh, um, when you first get a timing belt vehicle, you should know what mileage that needs to be replaced. That way you can keep an eye on it and make sure it gets done. And and obviously it's a job that you can uh, uh, save up for and, and prepare for and stuff like it. It is maintenance, but make sure you're doing it on the required interval for sure. All right, folks, give us a call here, 1-888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio. We're going to take our first break. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowershock, and the house with me is, of course, my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowershock. Is everybody asleep this morning? I think it's too cold outside. They're drinking their coffee. Well, there was light traffic on the way here compared to the way it used to be. <laughs> so Compared to last week, I, I agree with you. I thought the same thing, too. So maybe it's a sleepy Saturday. I don't blame Man, I- If you can stay in, stay in, I guess. One of those things, huh? Yep, 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 yep. All right, so today we're talking about timing belts, but we're happy to talk to you about anything automotive-related. If you'd like to give us a shout here on Auto Talk Radio, you can do so at 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Um, do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified up there in North County, taking care of folks for uh, around 28 years now. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. 
AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks out there in East County for over seven years now. And West Curry Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right over in central San Diego, taking care of folks over there for uh, uh, just about four years now, coming up here this April. Uh, along with West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, uh, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall, right in the Golden Triangle over here, right across the freeway from where we're at broadcasting from. Uh, taking care of folks over there for almost two years now. All of us at the West Automotive Group, my employees, myself, and everybody come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. That is, we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in, have your vehicle service repair, and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about for sure. Um, we fix your vehicle right, long warranties, take care of you, uh, like your family, get you up and going, uh, um, get your quality automotive service and repair done. Uh, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on uh, approved credit. We have several arms to help you out with that. It's good stuff, actually. Um, uh, you can use it over and over again, and it's six months no interest. Therefore, it gives you time to pay, and you don't have to uh, put your repairs on your on your uh, uh, other credit cards, etc., whatever. Um, and with no interest, obviously, it's a great way to go. Just ask uh, any of our... Uh, uh, the folks working with us uh, at the counter, and they can help you out and get approved for that. Um, you can also uh, get in and take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis along with our free shuttle rides to or from work or home and low-cost cro- low rental vehicles. If you need a ride to or from, we're there for you. That's uh, We do both. So uh, take advantage of that and get in. If you think you have a transmission problem, get in let let our experts uh, diagnose it because uh, we see all too many things that uh, people uh, say are a transmission concern that are not. Um, go to West Automotive Group, and you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And uh, we send out tips regularly all week long, uh, or automotive-related here and there. So uh, just go to westautomotivegroup.com. You can also check us out, uh, find out all about us, what we do, locations, etc. Once again, that's westautomotivegroup.com, and you can make appointments and everything there. You can also go check out uh, my Automan segments. I am the Automan on the CW, and... Uh, uh, Fox 5 News, uh, you can go straight to there from uh, our webpage, westautomotivegroup.com, and uh, click on over and check them out. It takes you to uh, um, my YouTube channel uh, where they post them all after the news segments. So uh, if you don't see them live, you can check them out there. Or you can uh, go to, uh, um, when you click over to there, also you can click the Auto Talk Radio right off of our, uh, our uh, webpage. And uh, all of uh, these shows are podcasted and put there. Uh, um, and also, uh, uh, so in case you missed one or want to see what it's about or just find out about uh, Auto Talk Radio. Um, so that just go to westautomotivegroup.com and you can click through any of those. Uh, this morning, give us a call here, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Uh, anything automotive-related, we're here to talk to you about for sure. So let's see here. Talking about good old timing belts. What other, you know, a good, good point to make with uh, timing belts is, um, do you just replace the belt usually? No. Oh, yeah. Well, especially on this day and age of motors, most of them go around the water pump. Uh, so thing is, is the water pump could come apart and obviously cause damage to the timing belt and then cause damage to the engine. Duh. Correct. But then there's also the, the water pump could start leaking on you a couple months afterwards and maybe bearing's still fine in it, but now we have a leak and we have to go back in and do the same labor over again just to get to the water pump. So there's a couple reasons for doing that. And then obviously we have 
because most cars do 100,000 miles instead of 60,000 miles, it's a good idea to do the tension bearings, too, because they go a lot longer now. Yeah, idlers, tensioners. Um, and it's a good time to look at the seals. The hydraulic tensioner. Yeah, look at the cam and crank seals. Make sure they're still pliable. Sometimes you can, you know, I mean, often they'll go a long way now on today's motors. Um, water pump's a good point, though, because what typically happens, too, if you don't replace the water pump, you put a new belt on, you untension and retension that thing, and it makes the seal on the one water pump unhappy, and it will start leaking. Well, yeah, because it shifts the bearing a little bit, and the bearing does have a little bit of play in it at that point, obviously, right? So, It does. It does. I mean, it's been spinning around in there for 100,000 miles of heat, cold. <laughs> We or, abuse our cars and we don't even know it. <laughs> we do. And, and and all it takes is, you're right, so um, just a little bit of movement. I mean, uh, you, you're talking thousands of an inch and a seal can start to leak, especially because it's been under torture for 100,000 miles, uh, heating, cooling, you know, keeping the coolant in there. Uh, and if you haven't flushed out your coolant when we recommend, then uh, that's another thing that's probably did deteriorated the seal on the water pump so you all you got to do is just move it around a little bit retention it and you have yourself a problem after the time about now so you have to go back in i mean you're already there why not spend the extra 30 minutes max of labor or, or less um, a lot of times uh when we quote them it's included in the labor to replace the water pump uh and uh replace the water pump so on a lot of vehicles these days we do complete what's called oem kits so like on uh, Japanese vehicles, the ASIN kits, they're all OEM, and it comes with the the, the idler and tensioner bearings or pulleys, little the little uh, uh, um, smooth pulleys. It comes with uh, the water pump. It comes with the timing belt. It comes with the hydraulic tensioner if uh, that's uh, one of the uh, um, items that one of these has, if it's hydraulic and not a... Uh, not a, a spring actuated tensioner. There's different types, but a lot, a lot of cars have gone to hydraulic these days. Correct? Yes. Yeah. So um, that way they can continue the tension, the belt as it stretches or wears, etc. Um, so um, in that case, not replacing that can often cause an issue because what happens is uh, you once again take that tensioner out of its uh, its happy spot where it's been riding, and you reuse it, and now it's not in a happy spot anymore, and then they fail. And lose their uh, their their uh, um, hydraulic abilities, and uh, then it allows the belt to slack. The belt can jump, which if you just jump one tooth, the car starts to run really bad. You jump a couple teeth, once again, we're back into that bending valves and and not running at all, so and causing a bunch of damage, which is what we want to avoid because it gets extremely expensive when that happens. So uh, that's one of the reasons we're talking about this and knowing when your timing belt needs to be replaced. What what percentage of vehicles do you think these days they're producing are timing belt related? Are, are we, we, we seem to, seems to wax and wane. So like all of a sudden we get a lot of vehicles produced that are timing belt and other ones have gone to chain. And, and then it, it reverts back where we end up having more chain vehicles uh, instead of belts. Uh, so it seems to go back and forth, doesn't it? Uh, we're seeing a lot more chain vehicles right now. Okay. You know, and I haven't seen one yet, but I know they're out there. The 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 timing belts that run in oil. Oh, okay. There is some out there, but I haven't seen one How yet. long are they usually good for? I don't know. But I ha- that's what I'm saying. You know I, which manufacturers create? I don't remember. I just remember. Well, talking. obviously, that's not a nitro belt. It's made out of something it's, else. That's the thing. That's I haven't had my hands on it, really, so I didn't get to see what it looks like. And I, I'm assuming, though, it would... If 
if they made it to run in oil like that, that it would keep it from dry rotting. It would keep it from cracking. It would keep it. It would keep it moist. You would think it would make the belt last. Definitely long. not going to be rubber. It's going to be something else. But... Well, they made it to run in the oil, so That's it's going to yeah, be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know what vehicles those are on. I haven't. Uh... That's a good question, though. Interesting. I don't know the mileage on those, but the rest of all the timing belts that that obviously are are air air running. We'll call them air running because they're out in the air, right? Little cover over them, but all yes, good. yeah. Um, Although I've th- seen those lot- belts do not like it when you get oil on them. I haven't seen many of them. Back in the day, I remember people coming in without covers on their timing belt. Well, if you a little Ricky racers, yeah, Ricky racers, or they take them off, and some of them. Well, and some of those guys used to put those uh, adjustable. Oh, there's an adjustable cam uh, uh, pulleys on to adjust the the, the yeah. valve timing. You know, cam. Those are illegal here in California because they're not. Uh, um, air resources board approved and uh by changing the cam timing on the car you you change the emissions and the smog and and that is uh not legal you will fail smog for that yes so um yeah. i haven't seen that as much but that was back when the smog laws were a little looser anyways i mean the co well and that's when everything was uh um you know now we have variable about VVT variable valve timing on most vehicles, and you start messing around with the cam timing, you'll have a big problem. The car will never run right. Yeah, but I remember some of them old cars coming in with HC counts. They could be 300 and still, you know, I mean, they were still under the test of the... Now that same truck comes in and it gets tested. It They wanted it at 100 HC. Well, yeah, the cut points are way lower. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So For sure. Well, yeah, absolutely, especially. But newer cars, you wouldn't want to mess around with adjusting the cam time. Oh, no, because the computer's not going to like that. Not unless you've got some guy that's going to change the computer and everything for you. So that that turns into a whole new ball game too. So That's expensive performance now. It's still illegal, smog-wise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not saying it. I'm just saying it, it's a whole new mess when you start screwing with that. It is a whole new mess, no question. All right, folks, give us a call here, 1-888-344-1170. It's 888-344-1170. Kevin swears everybody's still sleeping this morning. I'm ice telling him that there's people out there listening to us. He just doesn't believe well, me. Well, they're listening. They're just, it's just, oh. just not that time of morning to pick up the phone yet. Oh, gotcha. Well, maybe it's just not time to talk yet. Just going to have some extra coffee. So Brendan's going to run down and get us some coffee here in a minute at the corner. I, I don't remember saying that, but okay. <laughs> remember, we're guests. <laughs> anyway. All good stuff for sure. All right, folks, give us a call here. 888-344-1170. It's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer in K-Praise San Diego. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. 
We're having a little discussion about voter cards while we were on break. Kevin's getting his captain's license. <laughs> He's going to buy a 200-foot yacht with a helicopter. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> All good. I was just learning, though. So you say you have to have that boater card now to operate any boat? I think you... And I, and the, any watercraft, let's I, call it that. Yeah, I think you actually have to have it even to pick, take a ride on a sea dude these days. Interesting. And they have it set up in stages, and I don't know that... I, I, it was like every... Every year they did another ten years of age wise, or you have to go look and see what it is. I know if you get if you get caught without it though, you're in big trouble now. Interesting. So, then that's for California though, right? Yes, but, but you were supposedly saying, there's other states that have it in place, and they're saying California's card is good in them states. That's cool. Well, at least it crosses over. Yes, and it's one of those things though. You got to you, you know, it's like when you go hunting or or or, or you got to look up the rules. Yeah, or right. off roading in 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 Arizona, you got to you know you got there's you different need, rules. Yeah, yeah you got to get their license to spend the weekend there or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Unless you have a license plate on your off roading vehicle. Yeah. I, yep. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes you got to check on the Arizona stuff because they they like to know that you were there though. Oh. Just I don't know. I've ridden ridden my dirt bike all over the place. You know, I do all those. I know, but the regular driver and all that. But it's got the, it's plated, so therefore it's never an issue. I just learned it's better to ask the questions in the beginning, and instead of getting fines in the then end, beg for forgiveness. <laughs> exactly. Never a good thing to beg. Have to beg for forgiveness. You're right. All right, folks, uh, give us a call here. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. It's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. I do want to remind you the uh, Auto Talk Radio is also bought brought to you. Blah blah. Brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell anything else at the automotive uh, at the West Automotive Group when it comes to batteries, for sure. Um, and they are the technicians' worldwide number one choice for uh, automotive-related batteries, without question. Uh, and they do have the highest quality batteries out there. I don't, we just don't. There's nothing else to. I don't know. They're just what we use, and they're great. So. Uh, uh, if you need an interstate or battery or you need a battery for your vehicle, I should say, uh, look us up at West Automotive Group. Get an appointment. Get in. We'll get an interstate installed for you. If you need a battery for any other need, check them out at their storefronts because they have batteries for everything. 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate batteries, a battery for every need. Highest quality batteries out there. So make sure and get those. All right, let's uh, grab uh, Fred in uh, San Diego real quick. He's got a hybrid question. Good morning, Fred. Yeah, hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I have my 2015 Lincoln MKZ Hybrid serviced regularly at your West Escondido location. Uh, nice. I, I have to say, it's probably the best car I've ever owned. Nice. Um, yeah, you, you know, I know you guys are big on Lexus and uh, some of the trucks as well. And um, so I don't know, I'm just throwing that out there. This has also been a great car for me. Those are and really nice course- cars and great road trip cars, too. Like, very comfortable yeah. to get out. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree with you. I, I, I'm a Ford guy through and through, so uh, I, I do like the Lincolns, too. Um, I do like Lexus, too. They're nice. And and I got to be honest with you, most car manufacturers these days after, you know, since we've got into the, the late uh, 2000s, after 2010, everything, everybody's making some really nice quality stuff, no question. Yeah. Yeah, so um, my question is this. I uh, <laughs> I have a job interview with which means I might be moving to Tucson, Arizona. And 
this being a hybrid car out in that desert heat, you know, for nine months, a year or whatever it is, I'm just wondering if that's a good environment for uh, something that has a hybrid battery. My concern is, like I said, just the heat and the sunshine out there. Yeah, um, we don't see a lot of uh, concerns with that. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of hybrid bat- uh, hybrid vehicles uh, uh, out in Arizona also. Um, and we don't see a lot of problems with the hybrid batteries, etc. Now, a lot of those have cooling on them and stuff. And then the inverters are cooled and the temperature's controlled on them and those things. So so for uh, temperature changes when they built these vehicles, they, they considered all those issues. So um, I, I would not uh, make that a big concern of yours. With, with that vehicle it should be just okay. fine should be just fine okay all right okay well okay well thanks and then um none of this will happen if it does happen as far as the move until um you know it's going to be at least a few weeks so i'm looking at this sticker on my car right now it says i'm due for an oil change on april fool's day so i'll see you guys <laughs> at the shop <laughs> we'll get you in and get you all service for this uh, good luck on yeah. the job interview i hope everything works out the yeah. way you want it to yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks very much. Have a good day. No problem. You too. Look forward to seeing you. Yeah. Take care. Safe right weekend. Right bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Great, great question, though, because heat and cool, we talk about this all the time, affect batteries uh, without question. Now, the hybrid battery is a little different battery than a lead-acid battery, the starter battery or regular battery in your car. So, but okay. great question. It's kind of like the phone. It's kind of like the one in your phone, you know, when it overheats and then people have problems with them. That is true. Have you ever overheated your phone? Yeah, you can feel it in your hand. But the thing about them is, though, they have their own cooling system. They have their own coolant reservoir. They have their own little radiator. They have. They do. They they, do. they make sure that thing stays cool because they do not want issues with them batteries. Correct. And it's a totally different thing too for that battery because it is a different design. It's not lead acid. They're, the the hybrid batteries are no, not. No, it's lead a dry acid. cell. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but you're you're right. It can overheat, but that's all. Why, also, why it's in a spot where it doesn't get direct sunlight and all that stuff. You know, just that's, like anything, they're hidden. normally they try to put them down on the bottom of the car or somewhere somewhere where it's. Yes, it's not. Yeah, exactly. So, like your cell phone, because I don't know. I was on a ride one time, a long ride, in and in the tank bag, I slid the phone. And, and and I didn't even think about it, and the sun was, like, beating on it. I was hey, I didn't and I like Bluetooth that, and music into my helmet, and, and all of a sudden it stopped. And I was like, oh, next time we stop it, I was like, look, the phone's like, overheat, overheat, overheat. I'm like, <laughs> put it inside the tank bag. Then it doesn't have direct sunlight on it. It cooled down right away, and everything started working just fine. You know yeah, they don't like being stuck in the sun just like that. So No, that's an extra lot of temperature. To but it. the car ones, since they have their own cooling system, they do keep that thing, you know. They do. They do. And, I, and I, I, I've never checked the actual temperature on that cooling part of it, but I'm pretty sure it's way lower than the engine. Yeah, the, oh, for sure. That's why they're also, the hybrid batteries aren't in the engine compartment or anything. They're either under the back seat or in the trunk yeah. area or, or like uh, uh, electric cars when you're talking about uh, Tesla. They're underneath the car. Well, that's know, even bus- better because it's double protection of the sun. You know, I mean, it's. Yeah, correct. It's, it's protected for sure. All right, let's grab uh, Al real quick in Santee. Good morning, Al. Good morning. How are you doing, sir? Doing quite well, thank you. So what I have, I have a 99 Ranger with 177,000 on it. It's a little 4.0 motor on it, V6, nice. obviously. Good motor. Um, it has it has a um, noise at the back of the top of the block. It sounds like a, a loose belt, but obviously it's not a belt. It's at the very back of the, uh, the engine on the top. It sounds, you know, underneath the intake manifold. 
So I'm just kind of curious what that could be. It's uh, like I say, it's definitely not a belt issue. It's it's a back. Yeah, so. no, I have. A, I'm curious if that's a a 4.0 liter cassette motor in that. If it is, there's a timing chain on the back of that motor also. Believe it or okay. not, yeah. And those uh, the guides on those go bad and can make some noise sometimes. That's possibly what it may be. I mean, obviously, there right. can be a lot of different things causing noises, but uh, that 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 motor, uh, they did have some problems with uh, those cassettes. Uh, that that's what they called them, and they uh, they ran a, a cam on the back side of the uh, the motor there, and and when the guides start to come apart, they make a noise. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's uh, we can get it diagnosed. I mean, you're gonna have to get in and get it looked at by somebody, but uh, that that's a possibility. Um, and that's what would come to mind first and foremost uh, if if it's there's a noise. Is it there all the time? Yes, it is. Okay, from it definitely is. It, just started, it just started last week. It gotcha. Just started last week. Yeah. Now you guys have a facility out in uh, East County, right? Yes, we actually have one. Yeah, El Cajon on Johnson Avenue, right there between uh, Chase Bank and Burger King, right from, right across from the mall. Got it. Yep. yep. Well, okay. Well, thank you very much. No problem. We'd be happy to get you looked at and keep us. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, if you get it in, uh, Chris is the manager there. Uh, um, remind him to let me know what what it was once we get it diagnosed. I'm curious if I'm correct. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks you, for your time you, this morning. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Take care. Do the same. Thank uh-huh. you. Bye bye. So, good question on that motor. That's my thought. Though. I, I know. Think? I was wondering, too, because I, I, when you said 99, I wasn't sure what year the motor I don't know what year that could. Yeah, for a liter, the cassette motor was a few years that they used that rear timing chain. You know what I'm talking I about. Know, that's what I was. That was my first thought, too, because them motors can get kind of noisy when they. The guides start to wear out on that rear cassette. Unfortunately for that, you have to pull the motor out to replace that. You cannot do it. No, in the you car can't do it. If in the that's car. what it is. But it could be something else, too. I mean. Could, we could have one we bad lifter. Could have could have a cracked uh, flywheel. Oh yeah, yep, that could be happening that, too. That, that could, yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. You know, tick 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 makes a noise. That's why it's always best to diagnose everything. Spend some time on a car and diagnose it properly. What is it? I always say the best money spent on any repair is diagnosis. Is the money you spend on the diagnosis at a quality facility with a qualified technician? That is the best money you will spend anywhere because it saves you money, without question. Otherwise, you're just throwing parts at something. So we and we we don't need to be throwing parts or something. No, yeah. not at all. N- never, a, never a good idea. So uh, get it in, get it diagnosed properly. But uh, two really good questions though today. So uh, we appreciate everybody joining in. Appreciate everybody listening. Uh, so yeah, intervals, uh, which I not jotted down here. I haven't seen anything less than sixty thousand miles in a long time on a timing belt. Didn't there used to be some Chryslers that were like 50,000 miles? It could have been. I, I, it was a long time ago, though. That would have probably been on their 2 and 2 5-liter motors. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, some of those things weren't. Some of those bad boys weren't designed well, the best. Well, that time, got to remember, Chrysler, that was back in the age of when uh, Leo Coco was running. Uh, he was trying to get Chrysler back on the, uh, and he did. I mean, believe it or not, everybody laughs at the K-Car, but you know what? K-Car brought Chrysler back to live again. That, that was just a cheap economical car that people could go out and purchase, and it got them around for five years. You know what I'm saying? Well, back then, everybody was. I mean, you had the Pinto, the K car, the, yeah. the 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 Pacer. Yeah, you might laugh, but don't you remember? Fishbowl. Yeah, don't you remember? Uh, uh, 
They had one of those pacers that whatever the grocery store was that, that I know. Uh, mom, mom was trying to win it. it. Yeah, she was trying to. <laughs> she said she wanted her fishbowl. Yeah, I don't know why do you want that thing? She's oh, win win a fishbowl car. And, <laughs> and if anybody remembers the pacer, it was like this rounded car with lots of windows. It was actually quite ugly, quite ugly. That car, what what was uh, some of the, oh remember the Pinto wagon ones yeah. and then the uh, Pinto. And uh, actually, a Pinto was your first car, wasn't it, Kevin? Yeah, that was, yeah, it was Dad's old Pinto. You, and, you totaled know, it. The funny thing is, yeah, I know, it's, well, actually, I didn't total it. Some lady pulled out of a parking lot when I was doing like 35 mile an hour. But um, the funny thing is, is that's back when we all started buying small cars again because remember, we had that big gas crunch. Well, it was like 76. Crunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when Dad went out and bought the Pinto to get that, back and forth. Was that Pinto a '78 or something like that, or '77? I thought it was a '76. Maybe it was a '76 Pinto. Yeah, something like it. Anyway, that was definitely in the '70s. And the Pacers and the K. Were the K cars though? Weren't those uh, early they, '80s? They right? came out the late '70s, early '80s. Okay, yeah, right now there. There was a lot. There, there, there was the Gremlin and uh, man, there was all kinds of uh, of cool cars that uh, people were driving and. Trying to save gas with an oh, what was the Chevy Chevy uh, uh, the oh. aluminum motored one uh, um, that we pull just like the Pentos we'd pull the motor out put V8s in them but uh, yeah the but Chevy, they were air cooled there was a uh, no that was a Corvair you're thinking of that that was in the 60s I thought that no, no I'm talking about what was the little car I know that which Chevy one you're talking had about. it was almost, it looked like the Pinto wagon well yeah it also had a a, a, a just like a regular two-door style too it yeah, was, yeah yeah i'm trying to think um, of the name i can't think of the name of it me now. either me either we just put v8s in those two for fun nothing better than a pinto with a v8 in it right and then there was a chevette yep yep <laughs> that the chevy um yeah yeah well the chevette was in the 80s that that bad boy came out in like 81 or something I think I had an 82 Chevette when I first moved to California. I bought it for $500. It was four-door. It was blue, and somebody had spray-painted it. That's blue. I mean, it, it, you know what? I it, That car start and run. The one thing I hated about that car, the starters used to go out on it all the time. And to replace the starter, I had to take the master cylinder off. That was the only way you get the starter out of the car, <laughs> take the master cylinder so, so every time I put a starter on, I had to put, take the master cylinder on and off and bleed all the brakes on the stupid car, obviously, to get the air out. So what a pain. Anyway, some of those cars were not designed well. It was a well, four-door Chevette. They, I'm they, telling you what, I towed, put motors in the back of that thing and engine hoist and tools and I was you know, working on friends' cars. And they were economical cars, and they were only meant to be on the road for five years, I think. I, I drove think the they... crap out of that thing, and then I sold it to somebody. What do you think a Chevette or a Pinto went for back in the day? New? Yeah. Oh, probably in the late 70s, a Pinto was probably eight, nine grand, maybe. Something like that, I'd think. I if say, I guess. I, maybe I got to look up these prices, see what they were. Next, You know what? For next week, Sorry. I'll look them up. And Vega. I'll... Somebody just put in their yeah. Vega. That's the car. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, hey, let's uh, let's grab uh, Mike real quick in uh, uh, San Carlos. Hey, Mike. Well, it's a good show. Thanks. Thanks for joining in. What you got going on? Well, I've got a, a 2003 Ford edition. I think the timing chain is going bad. It's not a timing belt. It's a timing chain. I've been told. Is it a four four o? Is it a four o liter or three o liter motor? Do you know? Four point six. It's a, oh, it's a four point six V eight, V eight correct. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. In is it making a it's a rattling noise? Yes, like a clicking sound. Okay, 
it, well, somebody was been tell someone was telling me that um, you know these things never break. Others say, yeah, they'll break on you. Well, so, what what the, you, what usually happens with that motor is the guides wear out, and then eventually, yes, because the guide the the plastic comes off the guides. And then the chain starts to come loose, right. and it's slapping against the metal part of the guide now. And eventually, where's the chain? And the chain breaks. Eventually, but it's going to get okay. really noisy along the way. So, um, but yeah. yeah, and not only that, but it's producing a ton of metal that's going down into the oil. To be honest with you, because underneath, okay. once that plastic's gone, it's a uh, uh, aluminum that it's rubbing on, and it, uh, and then it starts also beating on the cover. And it just gets, yeah, it starts destroying everything after a while. How tough of a job is that to get to it? That's a big job. You, a big you job. could do it in the car, but um, you do need the, the proper tools for alignment. A Ford has a whole kit for that. Um, we have several different kits for uh, different motors like that. But uh, there's all kinds of uh, locking and alignment tools for doing the chains on those. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's probably... Uh- Kevin, how many hours do you think one of his timing chain jobs is like eight, nine hours or something like that? Uh, it takes more. a while because uh, you basically – the valve cover's got to come off. All that stuff's got to come off because the, the chains stick up through the thing. Yeah, so the, the whole, It's an overhead cam motor. Yeah, yeah, the whole front of the engine's got to come apart. The top of the engine's got to come apart. You know, yeah, there's some time in it. Yeah, it, it's it's a bigger job, I would have to say, but it can be done in the right, vehicle. Right. You know, another uh, friend of mine who's a mechanic says it might might be a lifter. And not a timing chain. Could be. Which makes similar noise. Could be. Yeah, yeah we actually okay. call those are followers, though, in, in that when they got these little lifters. But uh, yeah, it's not like the old days where you had a push rod and a big old lifter down inside the motor. Um, they're all up in the head of the motor. Um, so, But it is possible. I mean, y- yeah. So, But the noise should be okay. coming from like the valve cover area instead of the timing chain cover. So if you got noise coming from the timing chain cover, it's probably not a lifter. Correct. Yeah, but that's where okay. it's important to pin it down. Obviously, and honestly, okay. you don't normally see lifters go bad on the motors. Not a lot. Not a lot. But the other thing that could be making noise, if it, and it just depends on um, the the uh, they there's uh, what are the actuators called, Kevin? There's the solenoids. Oh, it's the very, cam actuators. The cam actuators uh, actually on the front of those uh, mm-hmm. cams. Those things can start making noise also. So it just depends, but it, if that's well, bad, you got to do well, the timing well, chain. Even yeah. the timing chain tensioners are hydraulic on those. So when when you do the timing chain, it's always good to put those in there because they will leak on you after. Yeah, you replace everything on those when you do it. The tensioners, the guides, uh, and a lot of times the variable valve timing uh, uh, apparatuses that are on the front of the cams. Okay, I'm going to try to get it diagnosed by one of your your shops here shortly. I appreciate it. Yeah, keep us uh, keep us appraised what's going on. I'd uh, like to know. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. Have a safe, wonderful weekend. Right. Talk to you soon. Hey, you too. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Right so good uh, Good point there. They're, once again, chasing those noises is always good to know exactly where they're co- coming from before you jump in and start taking something apart. Yeah. You know, I, I, and honestly, I don't. I don't remember. Although I have seen those make noise if if the, the solenoid actuators for the VVT. can uh, get stuck. With it's stuck. Yeah, it changes the timing on it, and that could be making noise. So it may not be a timing. And if it's that case, one of those solenoids is stuck. They're not that; those aren't that hard to replace. No, it's a they're, they're bolted on the outside, anyways. Correct. Yeah. So the best option is to figure out exactly. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking like a 2003 Ford Explorer with the, with the V8 in it. If that truck's still nice, it's definitely worth putting the chain on it. 
Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Honestly, just doing a chain without any bent valves and having to pull the heads off. Get another couple hundred thousand miles out of the Yeah, and I don't, it's not that pricey for a repair, really. At least. No. Compared no. to. I bet you that motor's probably got at least 150,000 miles on it if the chains are making noise. Well, and I see what people make for car payments these days, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you could have fixed that one and, and used that money in four payments had that one paid off, or you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I don't. It's where it always depends on what condition the rest of the vehicle is in. Off that's that's a whole nother show. Well, right no, there. it always gets to a point where you know what you know you've been driving a car long enough that sometimes you want something new, and I and I get that. I don't see nothing wrong with buying a new car every once in a while, but um, I, I, when I see people buying new cars just because they don't they think it's a bad investment to you know what I'm saying? It's like every five years they're buying a brand new car because they don't want to put any money into their car. Well, I, and I guess everything's different for other people because, you know, they justify it by they want to know exactly how much they're going to spend every month rather than, than you know, it's one of those scenarios, I guess. So I just, I have a hard time seeing it that way. So. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, I understand. I'd much rather just every couple, you know, because, I mean, you're always going to have to put money in your car, whether it's brand new car, you still got to buy tires, brakes, change the oil in it, you know, service it. All that stuff is not. That doesn't come with your service thing, so it's one of those things. You always have to maintain your car. Correct, for sure. No, no question about it. No question about it. So, uh, yeah, you know, um, couple things. I was just, I was actually just reading something. So, uh, um, and and people are are funny. One of the things dealing with cars, um, you know, people get emotionally involved with them and and do things uh, that they. Uh, you know, as far as that goes, when you when you have a vehicle that's older and you drive it, you do need to expect to re- have to repair the vehicle. Things things happen with vehicles, yeah. you know. Um, and and uh, in a, in a segue, I I was just dealing with a, a gentleman on a vehicle recently that uh, uh, the vehicle had come in for to diagnose leaks on the vehicle, diagnose the leaks, and several of them he didn't want to fix. The one he fixed was a radiator was puking, cooling out of it, and. Uh, Fixed that. Didn't fix a bunch of other things. Things. So, uh, but we'll segue into this next week because uh, Brendan's going to cut us off here in just a minute, and then we'll be gone. And I don't want to start into that now, so I will discuss it uh, next week. I appreciate everybody joining in with us. Keep in mind, uh, give us a call. You can always call us. We look up your vehicle and tell you if you have a timing belt or not, and if you uh, what mileage your timing belt is due at, and uh, um, you know as far as that goes. But uh, it's good to stay on top of these. Keeps you from uh, spending extra extra money. Brendan says, one minute warning, and we got to go. You got anything to say in the next minute, Kevin? I'm just saying have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your family. Uh, be safe. Yeah, be yeah, safe. Yeah. We appreciate you getting up and having coffee with us and listening to Auto Talk Radio. Um, I just love talking cars with folks and people uh, People being part of this for sure. So um, check us out at westautomotivegroup.com. Keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. As always, that's the best way to do it with your vehicle, with your vehicles, and uh, just uh, stay good and and keep trucking, right, Kevin? Yes. All right, folks. WestAutomotiveGroup.com. Happy to help you out. We will catch you next Saturday. You've been listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego and K Praise. Until then, be safe. We'll catch you next Saturday. Bye.
answers to all your automotive questions. Tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show. Or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group.